Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. To be honest, some people have been trying to eliminate the Suns since the playoffs started. And now, for the second time this year, the Suns went into Staples Center and eliminated a team from L.A. They are headed to the NBA Finals. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, there's typing going on, and suddenly I lost my train of thought. Jason Fitz in for Zubin, sitting with Keyshawn Johnson, sitting with Monica McNutt, who's in for Jay Will. And obviously, guys, the story of the morning is all about Phoenix and uh, Chris Paul and everything that's happening for that organization as the Suns are headed to the NBA Finals. And, you know, as great as that portion of the story is, we've talked about it a lot, there's another side to all of this, and that side has everything to do with what was expected for the Clippers. It's easy to say what if, and this is one of those great, you know, it's like my dad can beat up your dad. Nobody has any way to prove it, but what ifs run sports talk. So Paul George gave us a little bit of Wait, a, I mean, how did you slide in that dad analogy? Oh, it's so true. Like every, like, look, I, I grew up a fat kid to play the violin. The, my oh, okay. dad can beat up your dad conversation. Yeah, don't look at me like that. Keep telling me, come on. <laughs> like I grew up a fat kid to play the violin. I'm skinny now. Don't, don't be mad. I, never... I didn't say anything. I... Yeah, you gave me the look. Like he has a look. He has this. Like he just sort of like. What? It's like one eye goes to the side, and he's like, what am I doing with my I, morning? I don't know that I ever vouched for my dad beating up anybody else's dad. Oh, my dad could never be. I don't my know dad my was dad, scrawny. so, you know. See, there you go. Why you do that this morning? Go ahead. Wait, wait. Finn. I'm not doing No, we're not doing that. Go ahead, Finn. <laughs> I'm we're I'm not here. discussing that. I'm not. Dis- I'm just telling you, I don't know my dad. I don't know him. <laughs> okay, Fitz, congratulations. Well, I, I mean, continue. I do know my dad, never, and he never, couldn't beat anybody else. Never met him. Never met him. Y'all got that. Anything else you want to talk about? I hate that you went there. Go ahead. All right, no, no, no. Story. I was giving Key a little bit of time. Like, story. you need a second here? Like, no, okay. I, don't, I don't know my dad and don't want to know him. Okay. All right. It's too late now. Let's, All right. Let's look, Fitz. Why would I want to know him? I'm at the top. I'm well, good now. That is, that is. And I, can I bring up, can I bring like, on Fridays, I should put a sticker. And Monica. Wait, wait. Um, I'm going to be here tomorrow, too. Oh, Why don't I get a Monica sticker? And Fitz. I mean, okay. I want a sticker. It's a fat kid with the violin. Yeah. And now we're sitting side by side on ESPN. <laughs> We are equivalent. Yeah, just just remember, we're right. on the same bus, buddy. Like we're on the same gig, bro. Same gig. All right. We are not equivalent. Uh, that, there's no doubt about that. There's just so many. We like, bring ice to parties. Yeah, we bring ice to parties. Yeah. Like you know, uh, it's, hate it's, to hate to take y'all behind the claw, the, uh, the curtain, but no, I'm not bringing ice to parties. You know what, Monica? If you have a party. <laughs> I'm bringing ice. All I right? bring chips and the plastic. Oh, utensils. chips like good chips or bad chips? Like because uh, I'm going value chips. Like no, I grew up no, with nothing, I so I'm going value get chips. The name brand, not oh, no wow. off brand, no Wise. I'm coming with the Lay's assorted. And you know my favorite uh, late July if we're doing any endorsements. Late July Tostitos. Very, I mean, late July <laughs> <laughs> corn chips. Tostitos. Key, like if I show up to your house with just a bag of ice and some generic potato chips, like the small bag of ice no, too, because I'm not rolling like that. Like, are, are you letting me in? Like, we can... no, you don't need to bring anything. Just come. Oh, okay, I appreciate that. I, I'll just I've, wow. I, I think I've graduated from 
expecting my friends to bring things to the house for a picnic, a party, or anything. I have not. So just to be clear, I have not. I'll be by like three-ish today. Okay, it's Keyshawn J. Will and Subin. I mean, he set up the invite. Okay, so we can have a conversation now about Paul George. And this is what he said about the series we saw as the Suns win 130-103. to This is what he said about the series afterwards and how it would have played out differently if a certain other person had been on the floor. No excuses. Uh, healthy or unhealthy, we were literally one possession uh, from from each game uh, up to this point. One possession in, in each one of those games of this series being a lot different. But at the same time, we understand the healthiest team usually wins at this time. And, uh, we were very unfortunate to be on the bad side of that. And all pointing out that the series would be different if Kawhi was healthy. By the way, it's Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin coming to you live from the Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. So, Monica, when you hear that, he says no excuses. But, you know, there is a real conversation to have about what was expected from the Clippers and whether or not this entire thing at this point has been a success or a failure. Where are you on that? Mm. Mm. All right. It, it was a successful season in that – how many teams get this far, right? You're one of four teams standing. It was not a successful season in the super team era because you bring a squad together to win and contend for a finals, right? The injury being what it is, maybe to loyal fans, you know it as an asterisk, but it, it is also what it is. And I think the part that made yesterday a little bit more egregious is that we were on the brink of giving Paul George his flowers. He had had these fantastic performances. He had showed up in a big-time way for his squad. And then yesterday, what a moment to shrink away. I mean, he registers in the box. Where, what do you have, 18 at one point last night? But like the quietest – what did he finish with total? 21. The quietest 21 when his team needed more of that guy that had shown up and given 40 at different points. And so – I think you got to chalk this one up to a failure with the goal that the understanding for the Clippers was switch coaches. That was the piece that we needed to change and they didn't get there. Now, whether you want to blame it on the injury or not, ultimately they didn't get there. So sorry. doesn't count. <laughs> Key? I would say this fits. I would say that, that it's certainly a disappointment. It's a failure. Uh, second year in a row last year, they, the bubble, they got, you know, they had a, a, a 3-1 lead and, and surrendered that and got sent home. Uh, Kawhi gets hurt this year. It's part of it. People get injured. People get hurt. You know, you can look at Trey Young. He got hurt. They figured out how to answer the call in Atlanta and even a score 2-2. The Clippers figured out how to get the 3-2 because Paul George had an amazing night. Well, he only scored 21 points. Last night, at once upon a time, he had 18, like Monica said. But he didn't give enough. Mm-hmm. We didn't go out and acquire, and I say we as if I'm in the front office, not a Clipper fan, because I'm not. Please clarify. Let v- the record very, show. Very clear. Oh, my gosh. That the Clippers didn't go out and acquire PG with all the draft picks, that they, the capital that they had to give up to bring him there along with Kawhi, to be put in this situation where we're having a conversation about the Clippers in their exit again. Now, in all fairness, for Clipper fans, they could be happy that they got out of the second round. They could be happy with that, okay? And that's fine, but it is a disappointment and a failure. Steve Ballmer, uh, 
Ty Lue, Paul George, they're not sitting around saying, wow, this was success. Run, yeah. they, they're not doing that. They're building a new stadium in Inglewood, California. They're looking to hang a banner in that stadium before it's built. And I think – go ahead, Monica. Here's, here's the other issue when you have this conversation about them being successful. Be, go. go. I was going to say, because in the end, it's unlike the Brooklyn Nets who failed at winning a championship this year. They assembled three guys at different times, mm-hmm. right? KD didn't play last year. Kyrie missed part of last year. Then you fast forward to this year. They got hit with injuries. Then they brought in James Harden when he was coming from Houston in a fat man suit. So he was out of it shape a little bit. It was towels and heating pads, everybody. You know, so then when you <laughs> look at put on it, a little fluff. No, was, I think it was the uniform. It was when not he got, as fluffy as, yeah. Think about it. When he got to the Nets, Slim the first down. game, yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. well, wait a minute. How did he lose 800 pounds Slim in down. the day? <laughs> like, okay, it was, go ahead. Go ahead. Make, sorry, so, we'll, you we'll look, track. so you look at it, and it's different than the Clippers. Now, next year for the Nets, if they don't, Win it, it will be a failed experience. Okay, and so on that note, if we're going to use the Nets as an example, that squad healthy is far and away the favorite. Things happen differently for them if they are healthy, obviously, this year, but they're not complaining, whatever, move on. The thing for me with the Clippers is the West is getting more challenging. This Phoenix squad ain't going nowhere. The Denver Nuggets, Jamal Murray will be back. Utah Jazz, Lakers reload. The window of opportunity for the Clippers is shrinking in my mind. Even if you buy that Kawhi and Paul George can be your one-two punch in those guys' early 30s, right, the rest of that supporting cast, Pat Beverly, is he always going to have – Pat Beverly didn't even play the first two series for real, right? Also, please tell me what y'all think uh, CP3 said to Pat Beverly. I appreciate wrong answers, by the way. Um, But anyway, the rest of that squad, Marcus Morris Sr. being hobbled a little bit in this particular series, to me – the window for the Clippers is getting ever or getting smaller every single day, and so it's really hard to find this season as a success. I'll say quickly that a little context always matters to these conversations. And to use a music uh, example, uh, there was a show called Making the Band years ago. And P. I Diddy, that. P. Yeah. Diddy had a band out there that was uh, Day Twenty Six, and I, they have great songs. Day Twenty Six, their re- their record debuted at number one, and they almost immediately lost their record deal. And when everybody asked Pete Dundee afterwards why, he said, look at the numbers of, of sales that they had, even at number one, and look at how many people watched the show. Not enough people that watched the show actually bought the record. This band will never make it. Were they a success? Yeah, for most bands, they were far more successful than most will ever be. Were they the level of success that they needed to be? No. And as a result, unfortunately, they're labeled a fl- failure. This is the same sort of thing. Expectation was too high from the outset to make it happen. I'm uh, going to go find my playlist with some Day 26 Oh, man, that, that, that record was fire, by the way. They were a good group. Uh, Why are you doing that? I don't know the group. Well, I, I it's know. okay. It was, they had some good know. songs. They're All right, it's Bobby Bonilla Day in Major League Baseball, but he's not the only guy getting a big day or only person having a big day. We'll explain that next. KJ and Z on ESPN Radio and ESPN News. Now you've got compliance officers at every school that are going to be trying to figure out what's okay, what's not okay, the involvement of outside parties. Whether you think this is good, bad, or indifferent, it is changing. Show me the money! This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. So what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go visit your parents, hang out with friends and catch a movie? They're all solid options, but what about devoting time to yourself? 
maybe taking up a personal hobby you've put off. With everything in your life that you handle, work, picking the kids up from school, running errands, you never really get enough me time. The best way to squeeze that time into your schedule is to first understand your own personal value and then make yourself a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Prioritizing mental health is an important part of my life. Let BetterHelp empower you to be the best version of yourself and guide you along the journey of becoming a better you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. Happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Remember, Bobby Bonilla will collect a check for $1,193,248.20 from the New York Mets as he has and will every July 1st from 2011 through 2035, and he's not the only one getting a big payday today as name image likeness is going to kick in, and we'll tell you all about it. Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm Jason Fitz, in for Zubin. Monica McNutt, in for J. Will. We're sitting with Keyshawn Johnson. And, uh, guys, obviously a lot of conversation here about name image likeness. So we're going to get some expertise on it. Uh, I think we're going to go right there. Too. So, Paul, we okay, good. Fourth wall. Got to figure out if he's there. Paul Feinbaum <laughs> joins us on the Goodyear Hotline, brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. Paul, I want you to hear what Jim Cavell said, uh, and he runs a company called Influencer that's working with athletes to help them monetize. He said this on Chanae and Golick Jr. yesterday about what top-end guys could make off name, image, likeness. This is what he said. There's a student-athlete, for instance, up at the University of Michigan that has, between TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube, a lot of followers. We're talking about a million-plus. With a million-plus followers, there's an opportunity to earn a million dollars a year if you're crafty enough to know how to weave brands into the presence you have on those channels, right? And so I think you're going to see a lot of examples of entrepreneurs being born overnight. I've always been an entrepreneur since I played college baseball. I didn't have social media or NIL, but a lot of athletes have that in them anyways. You have to take initiative to be an entrepreneur. And now this new market is going to be given birth to overnight. And it's a multi-hundred million dollar market that a lot of new student-athlete entrepreneurs are going to be born out of. Paul, what's your reaction to that? Well, I think Jim is right. Uh, today is the most significant day in the history of the NCAA, and that is not an understatement, Fitz. Because of what is, uh, what is crumbling today, the, the model of the NCAA is, is coming down, and you can never put it back up again. The worth, the worth 
the, the fact that the, the NCAA is really worthless after today is also a very significant moment. But, you know, many are arguing, you know, good or bad. Many are arguing pro or con. But uh, this day has been coming for a long time. And, and everyone seems prepared. Uh, the athletes seem prepared. We in the media have been covering it, uh, you know, as, as competitively and as aggressively as we can. The only people who don't seem to have a clue on July 1st, 2021, are the people who are in charge of this, and that's the NCAA. They, 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 they waited till yesterday to finally put this thing into motion, and the one thing that they were hoping to avoid, and that, that being chaos on July 1st, is exactly what we're going to have today. Nobody really knows what's going to happen. Uh, it depends on where you are, uh, and depending on which state you're in, will determine what kind of rules there are. Uh, the NCAA passed what would only be described as an emergency uh, stopgap to to give people who to give athletes in states who don't have uh, NIL legislation something to adhere to. But but at the end of all of this, the, it really doesn't matter whether there are rules or not because no one is really in charge. Uh, who is going to enforce these rules? Uh, it is going to be the wild wild west. The the, uh, the athletes are going to make money, uh, and, and the schools are going to be looking around like, uh, what can we do about it? And the answer is nothing. Paul, you, 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 you hang out a little bit in Tuscaloosa around that Alabama program. You know Nick Saban very well. And Nick Saban has been someone who could adapt pretty much to any situation, and, and he has a strict policy uh, in his program about social media and cell phones and things of that nature and communicating on the outside world, how would he, you think he's going to be adapting to this new situation uh, with the NIL? Well, I, I think he's, I think all coaches are going to struggle, uh, Keyshawn, but the, the one thing about Saban, I, I think he is, even though he's about to turn 70 years old, I think he's one of the most adaptable coaches in college football, and that's why he's so successful. Now, what's going to happen uh, when, He's got a practice uh, at 2.30 on a Thursday afternoon and his star quarterback's at a car dealership. That, that's when I think it's going to come down to uh, the reality. But, but, but I, I think coaches are going to have to be flexible, especially with social media, but they can't have any bend in terms of, uh, hey, coach, I, I can't make it today because I'm, I'm doing a signing. If, if they let that happen, Keyshawn, you, you know the, the walls around that program will start crumbling. Paul, let me ask you this. What, what, here's my concern. Here's my, real, my, my only real concern with it, and you tell me your concern, is that I'm concerned that the athletes will start to focus in more on trying to figure out how to make money to monetize all the social media, all the different things, and lose focus on why they're at the universities to begin with. You, you, do you think that could potentially happen? Yes, uh, I completely concur. I interviewed uh, Mario Cristobal yesterday, the, the Oregon head coach, and, and he said that's something that we are sitting down and talking to the players every day about. But it, listen, if, if, if you, even, even adults like us, yes, and I'll, 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 I'll <laughs> carefully include you into that group, Keyshawn. I don't have the social here media stuff like that. During, I don't do it. During a nationally televised uh, radio and television show, and, and we're looking at our phones. We're, we're checking whatever there is to check. I mean, we're adults. 
How, how about being 17 or 18 years old and, exactly. and you're you know, about to go into practice and you get you get hit up uh, that, you know, on, on, on Cameo, you just you, you just got a request for two hundred and twenty five dollars. Um, I mean, that that I think it's a real problem. No, but listen, but that, that's where coaches have to figure this thing out. Paul, I am not saying that there won't be a learning curve key. I'm not saying there won't be a learning curve. I customarily do my Instagram uh, story posts while I'm sitting here on the show. But I think the idea <laughs> that student athletes age what, 18 to 22, will not adapt. I mean, they are the most pliable group. I also think it's a little bit asinine to think that kids are now, I'm going to miss practice to be at a car dealership. What in the ridiculousness? You're going to be off this team if you keep playing around. Now, will there be some bad apples? Sure. But I have maintained since this became a conversation, Paul, instead of bucking it, do like we do with everything else. I had plenty of academic advisors. There was plenty of support staff around the team when I was a college basketball player. Add someone to the staff to help navigate. And you mentioned some of these companies that are working with institutions to kind of mediate player relationships and this branding piece. This is where we are, and we all know we can't turn back the hands of time at this point. But to me, lean into what these kids are capable of. They've grown up with these cell phones in their hands. Are they a distraction? Sure. But teach them best practices moving forward instead of being resistant. Listen, I, I agree with almost everything you said, except I think here, here is the, the difference. And, yeah, there are a lot of temptations as a college athlete. Uh, you guys experience it. I didn't. But – Money is different, and, and I, I think there's a, the idea of making money versus meeting your friend are two different things. And, and, I, and, and you may be right. Uh, you know, after a while, this, this the, the 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 bud may be off the bloom here, and and will calm down. I'm, I'm glad this is starting on July 1st as opposed to September 1st or later in the calendar. Uh, but I think for the most part, uh, they will adapt. But that doesn't mean everyone else will, because there may be that opportunity. And, yeah, I, I would agree the car dealership is a little overdone, but a lot there are a lot of pressures uh, from companies. And the one thing that I think uh, that we haven't thought about very much, Keyshawn and everyone else, is the underbelly of this, uh, play, the frustration of players who are not making what the, the man or woman next to them are bringing there are in only and, so and many yeah, we, we, we all we all try to make money and I, I think there's going to be a lot of competitiveness there too. All right, we're talking to Paul Feinbaum on Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin. Jason Fitz in for Zubin, Monica McNutt in for Jay Will. So, Paul, I, I want to at least quickly make sure people understand: name, image, likeness does not mean the school will actually be paying any student. It's just allowing the student to monetize off of their name, image, likeness. <laughs> and what the NCAA did was essentially, to your point earlier, was said, "Hey, this is a stopgap. This is we're going to let all 50 states do whatever all 50 states." do is there some point in your mind where the ncaa will actually come out with a strong ruling of what they expect everybody to do rather than let it be a state-by-state issue you know the answer to that the answer is no we watched the ncaa last year at this very moment blink and go underground while we were trying to determine if there was going to be a college football season mark emmert who is the president of the ncaa is 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 going to go down in the history books as one of the most ineffective leaders of any organization uh, anytime, any place in this country. And that, that's covering a good bit of ground as we're heading toward the nation's birthday uh, on, on Sunday. Uh, he, he has offered nothing and he will offer nothing. Uh, he, he is an empty suit who continues to collect four or five million dollars a year, frankly, by, by giving no opinions, because the people that really run college athletics and those are the commissioners of the power five conferences, 
They laugh at him behind his back. They, 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 they're critical of him. They don't want him to do anything because if he does something, it infringes on their power. They run the sport right now. So, and that's why he got a contract extension a couple of weeks ago, because nobody wants uh, someone with, 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 with a lot of firepower, ideas, creativity, and leadership skills to run this organization right now. Real quick before we let you go, Paul, how much would Key have made during his career? Let's just get a number going here. Get Reggie his Heisman back. (laughs) Key, uh, let's let's put Key in today's world uh, where we're talking about seven figures. Uh, Key would have been lucky to make a hundred bucks, but and here's why. No social media. Because I mean. Yeah, I mean, Key would have ticked off every, every influencer out there. Uh, if, if, the, if the car dealership in, in Beverly Hills had called Key in, Key would have told that guy what to do. And finally, they would have said, no, no mas. We're not dealing with this guy. Uh, we may be giving up a lot of money, but, but Key makes no money under NIL. That is a strong take. Paul Feinbaum, you can check out the Paul Feinbaum show, obviously. Uh, thank you so much, Paul. We appreciate your expertise, my friend. Thanks. Uh, stay safe. Have a great Thanks, time. Hi, Paulie. See you guys. Oh, great stuff from Paul, as always. All right. Uh, I don't there, know about that, though. Well, you you know what? I, <laughs> I, I'd chip like five bucks in just to see what you throw in that. that. I mean, well, okay, so what would have been the first thing you would have done to monetize? It's, uh, not social media, because I've seen guys create their own brands. Like, what would you have done? I don't know, to be honest with you. And that's why you wouldn't be making the same figures. No, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what I've done because. I know what you've done. You made a, a line of headband visors. A la your your appearance. I guess I guess Come on, I guess it would have been something in the fashion sense, maybe. I mean, you know, maybe there's a a shoe deal that can be carved out. Um Yeah. Gotta be careful with those shoe deals too, by the way, for anyone that doesn't know, in most states it says in the regulations you can't sign a shoe deal that competes with the deal that your actual university has too. Yeah, I don't that's okay. I don't need to wear Nike. I could wear three striped Adidas. I don't because SC is a Nike school. Look at that. Look at that. Okay. In fact, I did something like that, but I'll explain to you. I mean, let's so, just like, like you guys were just getting bags of cash anyway back then, right? Oh, like, stop. I'm just saying. Man, no, stop. I'm just kidding. Man, stop. Honestly, one of my homeboys pointed out now that this is on the table, can we have a 30 for 30 on all the things that went down anyway? Since it doesn't matter now. I don't know anything. Okay, fair. <laughs> That's, that is the fair best enough. end. Like, he went total gangster right there. All right. Uh, the, the question, we'll, we'll get back to name, image, likeness throughout the course of the show. But is Baker Mayfield even a top dozen quarterback in the AFC? We'll do Baker's dozen. That coming up after Sports Center. Court. <laughs> Going to wind it down. Six on the shot clock. Staring down more seniors. Through his legs, pulls up for three. Oh, stop it! CP3, hotter than fish grease. Looking at the sellout crowd here at Staples Center, ready to pop his collar and say, how do you like me now? Mark Jones on ESPN Radio on the call. Sports Center right now. Chris Paul's 41 points leads the Suns to a big series-clinching Game 6 win. The Clippers have been eliminated in the Western Conference Finals. Paul led all players with 41 points, the second most in a playoff game by a player 36 or older in NBA history. If you like stats, got more. Paul will play his first NBA Finals game in the 1,214th game of his career. That's the second latest into a player's career to appeal appear in their first Finals game behind only Kevin Willis. Sticking in the NBA, Giannis Antetokounmpo news and MRI on Wednesday shows no structural damage in the left knee of the Bucks star. 
after awkwardly landing during Game 4 on Tuesday. Listed as doubtful for Game 5 in Milwaukee tonight. Series is tied 2-2. Milwaukee's outlook largely depends on the health of Giannis. Shocking. If he were to miss the rest of the postseason, BPI says the Bucks' chances to win their first NBA title since 70-71 would drop from 48% to 23%. And no, I have no idea how they figured that out. Coverage of Game 5 on ESPN Radio starts at 8 p.m. Eastern. And also, anchor went down. Mississippi State wins their first NCAA team championship in school history with a 9-0 win over Vandy. Mississippi State throws a combined one-hitter. Mississippi State now the first team to throw a one-hitter in the College World Championship World Series championship game. It was the Bulldogs' 12th CWS appearance. It's the most appearances before winning a title by any Division I team in history. SportsCenter brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Be your own hotspot with Straight Talk's ultimate unlimited plan. Get 10 gigs of hotspot data for just 55 bucks a month, all on America's largest, most dependable networks. Straight Talk Wireless. No contracts, no compromise. Compatible device required. See straighttalk.com. I'm like, who lays down a bunt? 9-0. Why not? <laughs> it's Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin on ESPN Radio. ESPN App Series XM Channel 80. Jason Fitz sitting in for Zoom and Monica McNutt sitting in for Jay Will. We're sitting with Keyshawn Johnson and that that noise, that music, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful music. The word music apparently tough for me today. Uh, you know, it, it, it makes my heart happy. This is a Raiders pep, Raiders therapy session. No, we're, we're we're done with the Raiders for a minute. Uh, we're we? done. Okay. We're, well, I mean, my therapist would say I'm never done with the Raiders. <laughs> so much anger. All right, uh, I, I we need to get. A little bit of thought from Keyshawn here. And we're going to let Keyshawn have some fun uh, at the expense, possibly, of our good friend Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN NFL front office insider. This is what he said on Get Up about Baker Mayfield. When you look at Kevin Stefanski's track record, they won in Minnesota with Case Keenum. They won with Kirk Cousins. Baker Mayfield is very much a replaceable part. He's had one productive season out of three. That is not greatness at the quarterback position. So at best, he is the fifth best quarterback in the AFC that's a hot take, and that leads us to Key's Real Rankings. Keyshawn Johnson is going to do something amazing, spectacular. He's going to rate one to Baker. That's right. He's just going to start ranking the AFC quarterbacks from top until he gets to Baker, which, by the way, if you've got Baker at number one overall, is going to make this a very short segment. Well, he was the number one overall pick. That <laughs> no, doesn't mean bad. he's number one on my list. I think you got to start, obviously, with Patrick Mahomes. That, number that's, one. That's a number, number one, one guy. Never heard of him. Yeah, right? Yeah. And – it's clear cut what he is, MVP, Super Bowl champion, all the $500 million, you know, Woo! a new young baby, all, all, all the great things for him. Congrats. Number two, Josh number Allen. Two. Josh you know, Allen, number yeah, two. Josh Allen, number two in the AFC. I don't see anybody right now uh, could – I guess you could slightly move him down, but look, he was an MVP candidate a year ago. They went out and got – Stephon Diggs, he yep. showed what he went out to do and, and get things done. He led them all the way down to the AFC Championship. Couldn't quite get it done, but here's number three. D- wait, number wait. three. Um, okay, go well, ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to ask you a question about – keep going. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is number three uh, MVP candidate. Again, this year after winning one two years ago. Let's go. I think he, he retooled the offensive uh, skill position players for him. Get him underneath the center. I like him at the quarterback spot. A lot of people think he's a, a, a running back or a wide receiver playing quarterback. I think he's a legitimate quarterback in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. Fools. Yeah, what else do you have to do at this point yes. if you're Lamar Jackson? Think about Good it. Lord, Everybody yeah. tries to break you gotta down. got to win. They try to break down his ability at the quarterback position to be able to throw the football Which, rather than just 
that's, enjoy that success that he's been having. Exactly. That's old. Get over it. All right, let's go. Number, Number four. four. Derek Carr. Oh, preach. Preach. Take me to hey, church. Hey, hey, Woo! hey. Hey, breathe. Breathe. I, I, think, Derek, I think Derek I'm Carr down. has been as consistent <laughs> of a quarterback as anybody in the NFL throughout his career since coming as a second-round pick out of Fresno State. He's had, obviously, some coaching changes. He's been with John Gruden now three going on four years. They haven't had any success at all in terms of getting to the postseason. They start off hot all the time, but the defense seems to let him down. He's doing all this without a number one wide receiver. Not a tight end, but a wide receiver. That means a guy that's detached from the line of scrimmage and playing from the end to the sideline. He does not have a number one steal and he's still getting it done. This is always my Derek Carr question that I think puts it into perspective. If he was the starting quarterback of the Colts, for example, would we be talking about the Colts and Derek Carr as a Super Bowl contender? Yes. There you go. Yeah, and I think you're still talking about one of these guys that's on this list as a Super Bowl contender. Hold on. Before you keep going, I just want to point out the twinkle in Fitz's eye when you – Oh, <laughs> I, I, you know, I said I earlier – Did you see it? I, I played the anthem, you know, he's, for the Raiders. So when, when Carr came up to me afterwards and pro-hugged me, I was like – He's so excited. There's yeah. a twinkle in his eye. Okay. I know how to uh, get his cheeks red <laughs> on his face, that is. It's a little warm in here now. <laughs> Number five. Number right, five. Young quarterback is emerging in the AFC West, and that's Justin Herbert. Herbert didn't even know he was going to be the starting quarterback game one of last year. He came in as a rookie and took the NFL by storm. Didn't win a whole lot of games, but certainly showed a number of flashes to everybody that he is here to stay and he's only going to get better with Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. They got a new head coach, so that part of it will be interesting, but he's here to stay. No no, no concern about only one year, proof of concept? No, guys that, guys that, guys that usually start off fits in this type of situation continue to go. You never see a guy start off like this and then just disappear. That's why I drink. I mean, <laughs> number <laughs> – Number, number six. six. Please, number, number six. six that, now, on. here's number six. People are going to go crazy. They're going to lose their damn mind. I don't know why. Because they don't like this dude. He's polarizing. He, he didn't have a good year last year, and that would be Cam Newton. He wears a scarf. They don't like his shoes. He dresses weird. He's not Tom Brady. He didn't he, play didn't, well. He didn't play well last year, <laughs> despite not having – any weapons around Hello? him, no nothing, no nothing at all. I'll tell you what he did have, Key, that people forgot. COVID. Anyway, well, continue. I mean, when you think about it, you can use COVID as an excuse, but I'm the first person to tell you, and I'll tell Cam when he comes on the show, if you don't live up to my expectations, you should retire. And I think Cam Newton will live up to the expectations. This is why Bill Belichick went out and loaded the deck and brought him back because he knows what he has, and he realizes that, hey, we didn't have anything around him. His best receiver was Julian Edelman, who got hurt. Then he, his second best was Jacoby Myers, an undrafted ex-quarterback from NC State, who eventually turned out to be a pretty good find for the New England Patriots. The defense is retooled. They spent over $207 million. Uh, Josh McDaniels is back. They bring back uh, uh, Matt Patricia to run the defense. This will be a different, totally different team for those haters that are out there. Number seven. This is this is the one. I don't know oh, if we have a number have seven. A seven. I was number waiting. Seven. Yeah, I was waiting on number seven. That's all good. Number seven. Another quarterback seven. that people basically have thrown away is Carson Wentz. They look at Carson Wentz' tenure the last year and a half in Philadelphia and the problems that he had on and off the field with the teammates and things of that nature and the coaching staff 
and the pouting and the not playing and basically to a degree being beat out by Jalen Hurts and then asking quietly to be removed from the team and being put on another team. And he lands in Indy with Frank Reich, a guy who coached him in Philadelphia when he has success at helping his team go to a Super Bowl prior to his ACL tear. I think he, he hits a rebound. Think about it. Phillip Rivers, as old as he was, led them to Buffalo in a playoff game that they could have won. They could have won that football game against Buffalo. You replacing Phillip Rivers and all that talent that the Indianapolis Colts have, and you inserting Carson Wentz in there with his former offensive coordinator, quarterback coach, I think it's a, a match made in heaven. I think with, based on what I believe, he'll be one of the top quarterbacks in the AFC. Okay, real, real quick. It is, as I know we got to go, it is as simple as a new environment for him and reuniting with him. Absolutely, because oh, when really you simple, change Keith. environments, the coach can get you right. Uh, mechanically, your mental is going to change. The players are going to give you the benefit of the doubt in that room. They're, they're going to look at you and go, okay, he gets the benefit of the doubt. I like him. And you could kind of see it happening in the offseason already. All right, we had to pay it off. Like you said, one to Baker. You went one through seven. You got Baker at eight? Seven. I got Baker That's at eight. That's all you get to say for right now. We'll get you why he's got <laughs> Baker at eight and also why you hate my, uh, a bunch of quarterbacks in the AFC. I mean, there's just a bunch of fans right now that are going to be yelling at Keyshawn. We'll do all of that later in the show. But coming up, how much should Bucks fans be freaking out about their injured MVP? We'll tell you after Key has this from Rumble On. Do you have a motorcycle, ATV, or even a truck that's sitting in your garage that you've been waiting to sell? With Rubalon.com, you can easily turn your unused vehicle into cash in minutes. Rubalon.com will give you a cash offer for your vehicle and pick it up for free anytime, anywhere. They can even finance your next Harley, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, or even more if you are just looking to upgrade. See what Rubber On can do for you by visiting RumbleOn.com. First, bikes very fast and a lot of cash. Faster cash for Rumble On. Breaking news from the NBA. No structural damage to Buckstar Giannis Antetokounmpo's left knee. Now we get a chance to see Chris Middleton, the opportunity for him to carry and feel the big shoes of Giannis, who's been the horse that they've rode throughout all games. This is Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors... You're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. On ESPN Radio, the ESPN app at SiriusXM, Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. 
Monica, Monica McNutt in for J. Will. I'm Jason Fitz in for Zubin. We're sitting with the one, the only Keyshawn Johnson. The song to bring us in. What'd you say? What'd you? a little beat. Oh, okay. Monica's in on the song. All right. Yeah. Uh, the NBA Eastern Conference Finals are on ESPN Radio. Tune in tonight. Game 5. Bucks host the Hawks presented by Indeed. Coverage begins at 8 p.m. Eastern on most ESPN radio stations. By the way, that's right after the glorious Spain and Fitz, which you should check out right before that for an hour. It's usually on 7 and 9 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. Just you better to, plug your show when you're on another show. I, I mean, at it. That's, that's what we do here, right? We plug everything. Uh-huh. So Hello. Uh, We're going to head over to the Goodyear Hotline to get some uh, thoughts on tonight's matchup between the Bucks and the Hawks. Covering that for us, ESPN NBA reporter joining us now, Tim Bontemps. Tim, always appreciate your time. What's the latest, greatest news that you can give us on Giannis Antetokounmpo's health? Well, he's listed as doubtful for tonight's game, Jason, uh, with the hyperextended left knee, or right knee, and obviously um, that's a good news scenario, I think, given how ugly that injury looked uh, in the third quarter of game four when he went down um, in Atlanta. I mean, certainly I think everybody watching that was afraid that that was going to be a, a real long-term injury with the way he went down and the way, you know, he kind of struggled to get up and get off the court initially. Um, but in the short term, obviously if it's doubtful for tonight, certainly seems unlikely he'll play today and puts the rest of the series in question. And for a Bucks team that was certainly expecting to go to the NBA finals, being pretty heavily favored to win this series, you know, it certainly puts that into doubt too. So, um, you know, it's going to require guys like Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday to step up and it's going to be a big night here in Milwaukee tonight in game five. With or without Giannis in the lineup, the importance of Chris Middleton tonight and throughout the rest of the the, uh, the series. Yeah, I, Keyshawn, Chris Middleton tonight, I think, has to have a huge game for the Bucks. You know, we, we've seen him do this a bunch of times in the playoffs. He obviously had 20-point fourth quarter to get 38 points in game three to have the Bucks come back and win that game. He had, you know, a bunch of big shots in that game seven victory against the Brooklyn Nets. Um, you know, he's, he's their closer, the guy they go to even when Giannis is in the game to make shots down the stretch. And with Giannis out and with the Hawks not really having an obvious guy to slow him down, you know, Kevin Herter's done a nice job, but he's not a, you know, a, an elite wing defender by any means. Um, you know, I think Middleton's got to have, you know, 30-plus points tonight, I think, for the Bucks. And, you know, if he if he can do that, I think if you're Milwaukee, you feel pretty good at home about your chances. If he has less than that, you know, all of a sudden, I, I think the Hawks um, might have a chance to come in here and steal a game and, and have a chance to close this out on Saturday night. Uh, Von Temps, so I'm with you, and I think everybody that follows this team knows that it falls on Middleton and Holiday to step up in the absence of Giannis. However... You know me, I love digging into the not-so-obvious things. When, right. when the double comes or when the adjustment comes because Giannis is no longer a player or Cam Reddish is locking up again, right, who is the next yep. guy? Who are the, uh, the auxiliary guys that have to be rocking and rolling so that there's room for Middleton and Holiday to make it happen? Well, Monica, the thing about this Bucks team is they do have, to your point, a bunch of guys who can knock down shots from the perimeter, right? Whether it's Brooke Lopez, whether it's uh, Bobby Portis, who I think has a decent chance of being the starter in place of Giannis, um, whether it's guys like Bryn Forbes and Pat Connaughton um, coming off the bench. Um, you know, and I think they're going to need all those guys to a degree to score more. But when you look at the when you look at the Bucks, if you're going to pick a third guy that needs to step up, I mean, Brooke Lopez is the pretty obvious choice, right? He spent a bunch of his career with the Brooklyn Nets, 
as a primary scoring option, has made all-star teams, has scored you know, over 20 points per game, is a really good low-post scorer. And, you know, if, you, if you're going to pick somebody to say, hey, that guy needs to go for 20 to help Chris and Drew out, I think Brooke is the choice. But, you know, truthfully, I think the Bucks at home, you know, you saw in game four without Trey Young, the others on the Hawks stepped up and made a bunch of perimeter shots and were able to kind of lift that team up without their star. And I think tonight, you know, while it would be good for the Bucks to get Brooke to step up, I think a similar formula is going to be needed for Milwaukee to come in here and get this win. You guys can follow on Twitter at Tim Bontemps. Tim, we appreciate your insights on the game. Thank you so much for joining us, my friend. Anytime, guys. Thanks for having me. You know, it's interesting, guys, because I, I just feel like so much of the conversation today is not even about the players, and it's mm-hmm. about the general lack of faith that people have in Coach Bud. Like, it feels like people just don't well, believe that Budenholzer can get this adjusted. And I don't know if that's fair or not, Monica. It just feels like that's where we are. And so you just use the word, though, that is the no knock in terms of his ability to make adjustments. He's not going to wow you the way Ty Lue did. And for all the adjustments, like, in this series, the team that has come out and punched the other team in the mouth first is the team that typically goes on to win the game. Now, bear in mind, 76% of the time, the team that wins game one advances. And the Hawks have done that already. This is why, to me, and I said it on first take yesterday, shout out to Mr. Ray Young, Trey's dad, although I said the Hawks were a good team way before that. Um, if it comes down to the crunch for this one, the Hawks have been 6-2 and two in, clutch t- in clutch time wins in this postseason. Like, this is a team that is not scared and is not going to shallow away from the moment. So, I, listen, hmm, I hope both superstars can get back on the floor. But without them, I, can t- I think I'm taking the Hawks. Yeah, I, 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 they need Giannis to win this thing. They've got to have Giannis on the floor. I, I don't think that Drew Holiday, who, I mean, he hasn't done it yet, and Chris Middleton, they have enough to get past Atlanta and what Atlanta is able to do. I'm just with or without Trey Young. I'm just still waiting to see because I feel like I said the same thing about Trey Young when he was out, that the Hawks needed to have Trey Young. And so, you know, I, there, there's a part of me. And we'll keep getting into yeah, it. Yeah, there's a lot to this conversation <laughs> about what it means for everybody. But coming up, more money, more like Bo Money. That's next. KJZ on ESPN Radio and ESPN <laughs> News on TV. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.